there. Welcome to Into the Fire. I'm Rob Reed, President of Bison Fire Protection. Every week we're going into the fire to pull out life lessons learned from frontline professionals and apply them to fire protection, fire safety, but most importantly, everyday life. This week we're talking a little bit about the ongoing curiosity and your need for knowledge and to be a lifelong learner. Hey there. Welcome to Into the Fire. I'm Rob Reed, President of Bison Fire Protection, and every week we go into the fire to pull out life lessons learned from frontline professionals and apply them to fire protection, fire safety, and most importantly, everyday life. This week, I want to talk to you a little bit about staying hungry for knowledge. Now, everybody learns something new every day. I mean, everybody. My grandma's 92 years old. She learns something new every day. But are you an intentional learner? Do you spend the time listening to podcasts, watching YouTubes and TED Talks, reading good books, learning a new skill, maybe even a musical instrument? I just took up guitar a few years ago. Finding the challenge there has been unbelievable. They are a very difficult instrument to learn. But you spend time finding ways to learn things and how we improve ourselves by doing that. Studies have shown that people that spend time learning different things are able to stave off dementia and Alzheimer's, things like that. There are programs out there, and I'll mention the Aerosmith program right now that I know I've had some family success with, that they claim people that have been through the program are able to learn and stave off things like, again, the dementia and Alzheimer's. So if we keep our brains active, if we are intentional learners, we are able to live a more comfortable and more satisfying life because you have a good idea what's going on around you. Now, I want to spend a minute or two talking about whether you're an expert in your field. Now, if you're an expert, you're probably one of those people that has spent 10,000 hours learning something. I can talk about the guitar. I certainly haven't put 10,000 hours into that. I could talk about musky fishing. They say to become an expert musky fisherman, you have to do 10,000 casts, things like that. Have you spent 10,000 golf swings to become a pro? I'm going to guarantee you the pros have. I also spend a lot of time uh, learning to become an expert, not a Dilbert. And that is by putting the time in to become an expert. Now think about what the difference between an expert and a non-expert looks like. If you ever had a repairman come into your house and work on your furnace or your cable systems or your washer and dryer, and think of the difference between the guy that really knows his stuff, has a fully equipped truck, and is able to take care of you versus the person that shows up and says, I'm not really sure here. He's very unprepared, obviously just doesn't know what he's doing, spending a lot of time calling different people at the office and getting support. And I mean, I respect anybody that understands that they don't know everything. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying there. But there's a difference between saying, I've got 90% of this and I got to make a call on this one last item just to be positive and somebody that's just stumbling around. We have to make sure we know that. Now, it's one thing to have spent the 10,000 hours and become that expert. It's another thing to remain an expert because I'll guarantee you the time that I spent in my background in fire protection has always been suppression. And when I was running the division, I absolutely knew everything I needed to know and then some. 
but that's not my job here at Bison anymore. I have a manager now who is the expert, and I'm going to tell you that my skill set has dropped a little on that, but I have him to rely on. I can go to Mike and say, what are you doing? How's it going? Can you answer this question? And it's important to be able to come back to people and say that. Never be afraid to ask a question or have an expert ask the questions. I know I mentioned it earlier, but let's make sure that when you're doing something and you see a guy saying, listen, I got to make a quick call or I got to just double check the book. Understand the difference between an expert and a Dilbert. And one more thing, customers have confidence in you when you know your business. And how do they get the confidence in you and your team? Because you've invested in your people. You spent the time to get them where they need to be. Now, let's face it, I've had customers leave us for cheaper prices and they've come back because they found that when you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. But when you talk about that sort of thing, it's because I've invested in my people. Are there cheaper companies out there to deal with? Absolutely, there always will be. We are not trying to be a bargain brand out there. But I can't invest in my people if we don't charge an appropriate amount of money to send them to the schools, to invest in them, to train them so that when they're in your business, they are maximizing their time with you and they're getting out of there sooner. So yes, maybe a company charges a little more for their expertise, but they spend less of your time, which means it costs you less and you have no callbacks, you have no returns and you have less what I call pitas or the pain in the ass aspect of doing business. Okay, so let's go into the fire. I've had a good opportunity to talk with Kerry Eccles, who is a captain out at the West St. Paul Fire Department. He shared a great story about the kids, the education, and the learning that they do at different levels at the schools and, and how the kids actually can come home and train the parents and their families. Let's have a listen to what Kerry has to say. Hi, my name is Kerry Eccles and I'm with the West St. Paul Fire Department. Uh, I'm a captain of Fire Prevention and Pub Ed Division here in the department. I've been here for over 20 years with West St. Paul and I'm here to talk a little bit about the importance of uh, Pub Ed and fire safety and fire and life safety equipment. Part of our job here in the uh, fire department is not only to, you know, put out fires and offer medical assistance and rescues. Uh, we also offer public education, uh, fire prevention tips, and one of the programs we have is we go to the local uh, West St. Paul School and we take our fire and life safety trailer. Uh, we've been doing this for about four years now and we go and we have a fire life safety day at the school where a few of us from the department will go and we'll teach a little bit of uh, of fire life safety in the classroom. So each classroom will get a little 20 to 30 minute presentation. And then we bring them out to the trailer and we go through some scenarios that you would find at home or, uh, and then teach them what to do if they run into different situations. Uh, we also smoke up the trailer because it's got pretend smoke in there and let the kids crawl, crawl under and they have a lot of fun. So one day I got this call from uh, the owner of Community Safety Net and said, Carrie, we got this letter from this little girl from West St. Paul School. And if I remember right, she was a great tour. And she said she won the national contest. And what it, the, the contest is not just a local contest, it's throughout the provinces. And it is, if the kids write in and tell us about the, the day that they have, they are entered in a contest to win an iPad. And this little girl won the iPad. So we contacted her mom and her mom was extremely ecstatic and the little girl was so, so happy. 
uh, and the letter said the um, was just talking about how much fun she had during the day, but was also talking about the uh, the lessons that she learned and the lessons that she taught her mom and dad when she got home. Um, the mom wrote the letter because the little girl came home and said, Mom, I want you to write this letter, but I want it to be in her words. So the letter spoke of uh, what to do if she sees smoke, what to do if she hears uh, uh, the smoke detector going off, what to do if, there's a, if she sees flames, um, what to do if she can't find her mom and dad, um, does she run around looking for them, does she, you know, just go straight out and wait where she's supposed to wait, that kind of stuff. And the letter was very detailed, so it actually told us exactly what she was going to do in all these different situations at her house. So we know that she was actually getting the message that we were, were trying to portray to her. By speaking with the mom, uh, we learned that, you know what, this isn't just a fun day for the kids, that the, the parents actually get educated as well because the kids come home they go mom dad we need to press this button we need to test this we need to do a fire safety plan and as parents as firefighters we're also parents so we know how busy people's lives are you're running to hockey you're running to baseball you're running to swimming right people are, are working shift work it's always in the back of our mind what to do about if we you know if we have an emergency in the house but we always Put it in the back burner whether we're going to practice it with our kids where we're going to teach them what to do if there's an actual emergency here in your own home so sometimes our kids come home from a day like this like the fire safety day and it's a good reminder to the parents okay we we should do these now do this kind of stuff now because the kids are really getting on our cases to do it which is a great thing i want to thank carrie for that story you know with every story there's a few great takeaways and carrie had a couple one of them was always take the opportunity to learn from your kids and the areas you can learn from. But there's another takeaway. Remain curious. There's so many places where we can get knowledge, whether we're listening to podcasts. And these days I'm listening to all kinds of different things, whether it's John Maxwell's uh, leadership training, or I even listen to Ryan Caligiuri's Cut the Crap. I'm listening to all kinds of different things out there these days. And intentionally learning. I do a lot of reading with Patrick Lencioni and uh, Simon Sinek, uh, you know, different things like that. There's so many areas that we can grow in business and improve ourselves. Now, make sure that when you're spending your time learning and growing, that you also spend a little bit of time enjoying yourself because if every book you read is about leadership and knowledge, then you're maybe missing the opportunity to once in a while just entertain yourself with a good story. So I want to thank Kerry for the great story he just gave us and think about the couple takeaways that we've had from today's episode. One of them being, of course, that not only can we teach our children, but we can learn from them. Kerry really emphasized that with us. The other one, of course, is to always remain curious. Always have that hunger for knowledge. Find the things that you like to listen to, you like to read. These days, I know myself, I'm listening to podcasts with uh, Terry O'Reilly, Ryan Caligiuri, uh, John Maxwell, things like that. Reading books, you know, by Simon Sinek and Patrick Lencioni. There's opportunities to always be learning. Take that opportunity and expand your life and enjoy yourself. I know you learned something from today's episode. Do your friends and family a favor by sharing it with them. Together we can make your world a safer place. I'm Rob Reed, President of Bison Fire Protection. See you next week on Into the Fire.